0: Hey, Kathy, do you know what time of year it is? I do. It's the holiday season. Right. And this year I'm planning ahead and stocking up on a gift that will cover all the readers and want to be readers in my life. Well, give us this great gift idea. Okay. It's our new Read Happy, the ultimate reading journal. And we designed it with our friends in mind. So it's perfect. Plus, it's available on Amazon,
1: Barnes & Noble, bookshop.org. And there are links on our website, gameofbookspodcast.com and journalhappy.com. Happy holidays! And happy reading! Welcome to GOB with Christy and Kathy, where we talk about writing, reading, and life in between. I'm Christy in South
0: Florida. I'm Kathy in South Dakota. We're two newbie writers who share our love of food, wine, and crime fiction. We have interviews with best-selling and award-winning authors on our Corks and Conversation episodes. And don't forget our Words in
1: Progress episodes where we have fun writing lessons with writing experts.
0: Join us for today's episode. Hey, Kathy. Hi, Christy. It's good to see you and be back at doing these GOB recs. These are
1: (laughs) one of our favorite episodes because this is just pretty much a conversation we would have anyway, but we love sharing books that we're each reading that's not related to the podcast.
0: Yeah. And actually, mine is not even crime fiction this week. This Mine time. isn't either. I think it's the first time. And and you know what? I thought, oh, we should have done a Christmas one, but I didn't even do that. But you can put it under the tree as a gift or... Oh, for sure. How's the blizzard going? Is it blizzarding? Oh,
1: yeah. You know, the whole upper Midwest has gotten hit this week. And we got an ice storm and now we're just kind of waiting for the blizzard to come in. So, yeah.
0: A, I don't understand, like, how a blizzard is different than a hurricane.
1: It's not really. It's <laughs> Honestly, it is, um, it's so funny. They were just discussing it the other day on the news, and I thought, oh, that's just like a hurricane because it's sustained winds. It's got to be mm-hmm. winds for a, a period of time. And it's got to be, you know, um, snow and, you know, all these different, but it's, this is a bad one. My, my lights were flickering all day because we had gotten so much freezing rain. And then it it just weighs on all the electrical poles and trees. And
0: so when you go out and walk, like how much snow is there? And then how much ice, like, is it ice under the snow on top of the snow or both? Both. So we had had snow
1: before, and then we got this ice storm. And it, what happened was we, it literally for like, I don't know, 12 hours, it rained At like 33
0: degrees. Oh my gosh, that is gross. And so if we had had
1: had had snow, I mean, if it had been 31 degrees, we would have had feet of snow, I'm sure. So what it did was it pushed all the current snow we had down. It froze over the top of it. And I I took the dog for a walk today. I mean, we must have three inches of ice. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's really... I mean, we've been getting rain and rain and rain. And so now we're going to get like eight inches of snow on top of that and the tricky part is you know the ice it doesn't go away for a long time now because it's that snow is. how, how
0: do it. you walk a dog on ice like that like with well, snowshoes I, I wear
1: um yeah i wear uh cleats on my snow boots so i don't oh, slip wow. on my tukus. yeah so christy your daughter's coming home soon. i
0: know i'm so excited she's coming home this episode's coming out the morning she should be waking up right there Oh. Because she comes in like at midnight the night before on Thursday yeah. night.
1: What kind of jet lag will she have? I mean, I would imagine significant.
0: Yeah, she's young. Who cares? <laughs> Actually, I'm sure she'll yeah. use it to her advantage. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, oh, sorry, can't crazy. do that. I'm a little jet lagged, mom. They'll <laughs> 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 be like, I've got all these plans. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Are you having a little cocktail right now, by the way? I am having a little Oh, one. yes,
0: I am. And I did. I, I did switch to red. Mm-hmm.
1: I am having a, um, a Zippendil. Which is very nice. Mm.
0: I'm having a cab. Yeah, lovely.
1: Well, let's get to our books. So I'm not doing a thriller or a mystery. There's that's still my favorite genre by far, always has been. But I'm doing a romance. Ooh. I am doing Marie Force is the author's name. She's wildly successful. I'm going to show you one of her books here. Oh. She is a indie author. She's a little bit of a hybrid, where she had some books at Harlequin and other places,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but she has bought them all back. Actually, she she's got oh. all of her rights reverted. She has sold 12 million copies of her books. Oh, my
0: gosh. I
1: I want to tell you about how I'm, I heard of her. Okay. I told you, you know, we did an episode with um, Jasmine Guillory earlier this season. Because yep. I kind of recently have gotten into romance. And I've never really been a romance reader. I know you have been.
0: Yeah, but I kind of went away from it. But now yeah. I'm sort of getting back just because we started... Doing more, and then it's just like so nice, you know? It's such a fun, yeah.
1: I and I, I also really enjoyed we've done two episodes with an author who does romance and thriller, yeah. Yeah, so I I was kind of fascinated when we talked to Ashley Winstead, and she said that she this is last year when she we had her on for her thriller, and she's like, My next book's actually a romance, and I thought, Oh, I, I kind of love that, right? That seems mm-hmm. so. All these things have kind of been piling up, and this summer I was listening to. A podcast I listened to, it's a book publishing podcast, an indie book pub publishing podcast. And they interviewed Marie Force. I just really fell in love with her. She's just funny and she's someone you and I would just love to have a glass of wine with, I think, and mm-hmm. just super uber prolific in the last handful of years, like ten years. So when I went to Washington this summer, I, I downloaded a bunch of her books. So this is, she has many series, but this is the first book in the Gansett Island series, it's called. And she just published her 25th
0: book in that series. Oh my gosh. Just night like 93 books out. How do you write 93 books? That's just amazing. Since 2010. And 12
1: million copies sold. Like she's just incredibly successful. So she lives in Rhode Island, off Block Island. And so this Gansett Island is kind of her version of Block Island. Mm -hmm. But here's what I love about it it's like an extended family series. So it starts out with like the son coming home. Mm -hmm. You know, the romance is with a woman who's a single mom and she has no time for any foolery, right? She's got a small child, she's got a job, lots of issues. He's kind of known as a playboy. He's coming back home to the parents, you know, and they have this wonderful romance but in this you get introduced to his entire extended family who live on Gansett Island and so like number 2 in the series is a, a relative or a friend and so the romance continues but it's this whole community and family and i'm hooked i am yeah that is that is so fun i love it i mean it certainly is not without drama and there's lots of really good backstory like subplots mm-hmm. but i do like a happily ever after ending you know, oh, for good. now, happy, happy for Now, I would say they're called. Yeah. It's called the McCarthy family. So, so you kind of get introduced to side characters, right? And then the next in the series will be about their romance. And so it kind of checks back. Well, on do the you
0: recommend that you have to read all of them or do you just say, OK, pick up wherever, wherever you want? I absolutely think
1: you could pick up wherever. I'm plowing through. I really like it. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm and I just um, am amazed. Her fans are incredibly dedicated to her so much so that she has reader weekends she has for years and people come to her reader weekends that she hosts oh you're and... kidding me no i'm not it's a whole thing it is absolutely incredible i'm i'm just super impressed with her as an author yeah um but I also love the books. Like, I just completely love reading them. It's a total... Oh, cool. Escape. Well, I'm, I'm yeah.
0: excited. I want to... I'm so glad yeah. because I always want to get new ones when I'm like, you know, on my Kindle, especially because, you know, I wake up in the night and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay... If I'm not reading crime fiction, for I mean, let me put have something that gives me happy dreams right after I read.
1: Well, it. It, I do think it's a little bit less jarring, maybe to read it in the middle of the night, because you know, I I love a I love a dark thriller.
0: Oh yeah, and then but then I keep reading because I'm like I can't go right. to bed right now. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: That's what I'm binging on right now is Marie Force's Gansett Island series. Okay.
0: So if you were to have a book club, what would you guys be?
1: Well, I'll tell you, there is a lot of wine and food in romance. There's a lot more wine and food in romance than there is in thrillers because, you know, like Jeffrey Deaver's on a ticking clock, right? They Mm -hmm. they don't have time to eat. Where in a romance, they're enjoying themselves. They're having meals. So that's kind of fun. But I'm picking this based upon this time of year. Mm-hmm. I if I was having a book club this time of year, I always would do appetizers because I just love easy appetizers,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I would do a cranberry martini.
0: Oh, interesting! Yeah,
1: I thought that sounded kind of fun. And I'm, I'm making cranberry martinis for.
0: So, what do you? Use, oh no, no, like... no!
1: I'm sorry, not martini, margarita. <laughs> sorry.
0: Okay, sorry. well, either one sounds good. I
1: know, but I I, I think I thought of a cranberry um, margarita would be really fun.
0: So, you do you use like cranberry juice? Or do mm-hmm. you use actual cranberries? Both? Yes. Yes. Wow. Like,
1: I would do those candied cranberries, you know, where you put a little uh-huh. bit like of lemon juice on it, or you can do lemon All fruits. right. So
0: are you going to put that in um, our newsletter for a recipe?
1: Well, I, I can make one. I, I don't have a recipe. I just make it up as I go. Well, that's what will. you have
0: to write it down. Yeah, that's. That's do even that. more incredible because it will be an original recipe. Well, I don't know about that.
1: I'm sure. But yeah. Yeah,
0: I want. I want to know it too, in case I might have some kind of holiday um thing, because that sounds really interesting.
1: I on Christmas or like Thanksgiving, I do like to have. I mean, we do have the bar set up or whatever, um, but I do like to have a like a A signature cocktail cocktail or something. Yeah, Yeah. you know, wow, that's really
0: nice. I want to do that too.
1: Okay, what you got? I'm curious to hear what you're reading. That's not okay.
0: So mine is called Lessons in Chemistry has an excellent cover. And you would think, okay, lessons in chemistry, okay, yeah, Christy, chemistry major, boring. She's just, <laughs> you know. But it's it's a bestseller and everybody yeah. likes it. I've um, heard of it. Yeah, so there you go. And it is I just really really enjoyed it. It follows this one female chemist in the 60s. She's very beautiful but she is just single-mindedly chemistry focused. She's not, no nonsense, not, she doesn't have a lot of humor. And she ends up getting a job at this institute where she's going to be doing, and it's like physics kind of stuff and chemistry and, you know, all this stuff. And so she and the main chemist at that, he's Nobel Prize nominated, also a little bit eccentric, you know, everybody's like, steer clear of him, he's got grudges, but he was just like this, you know, lanky kind of young, he was like a brilliant young chemist. Both of them have amazing backstories, but they fall in love, and then she, I'm not going to give anything away but she does find herself where she has to survive on her own and you know with all the obstacles and she she ends up being a single mother and star of this cooking show called (laughs) supper at six right
1: that's hilarious
0: i know and in the thing she i mean she actually makes her kitchen into a lab at one point, before she was even doing that, just because she wanted to continue this chemical research that she was doing. And, you know, she couldn't stay where she was. So she was doing it on her own. And she just kind of falls into it. But I mean, I I feel like there's this one little bit, and if we need to cut it, we can cut it, but indulge me because I was going to read this little bit. Because I was like, I don't know, shes it's a cooking thing, so you could have anything at the cook- book club. But I was just found this one part where she said, after you rubbed your steak with halved cloves of fresh garlic, Elizabeth said a few minutes later, and she's doing this on the show, sprinkle both sides of the meat with sodium chloride and piperine. Then, when you notice the butter foaming, she pointed to a hot cast iron skillet, place the steak in the pan. Be sure and wait until the butter foams. Foam indicates that the butter's water content has boiled away. This is critical, because now the steak can cook in lipids rather than absorb H2O. So she does, every time she does her cooking show, she gives a chemistry lesson to all these Mm -hmm. housewives in, you know, the 60s. So for genre, is it like, humorous is it what would you say it is ah, that's a good question because i the humor is quirky mm-hmm. so it it does have humor
1: yeah
0: um the characters are very quirky but it also has a lot of social messages to, yeah and there is drama people die there's horrible things that happen to her that she has to deal with and And it's set in the sixties, so it's historical, you know, in that sense, so I think the final description laugh out loud, funny, shrewdly observant, and studded with a dazzling cast of supporting characters. It's an original so and vibrant as yeah, so it it's really fun, and the author is um just seems really fun too, like she's. She's a copywriter and a creative director, but she's worked in a lot of other fields, technology, medicine, education. She's an open water swimmer, a rower, a mother of two. Now she lives in London, but she, you know, was in California and Seattle. And so I, I, you can see all these little bits of her eclectic life in these characters and just...
1: That's really. Interesting. I just found
0: it. It was a fun book, a fun ride. I yeah, I just wanted to see what was going to happen. I wanted to keep reading. So
1: what um what turned you onto the book?
0: So this is funny. I used to be years and years ago. We had a book club. One of my friends started it, and that was you know t- I don't know twenty years ago or something. But anyway, we um there's remnants. Me and that one friend, and another friend of ours, and another friend. So there's four of us that are kind of still in contact and one of them said you know let's do the book club again and read this book so I was like okay because you know we're three of them are science you know oh. teachers and since I had the science background so w- I said sure I'd love that and um that's what turned me onto it and so I was like oh my gosh this is fun so I will put it on my list it sounds great yes Yes, and the, and the wine, because they weren't drinking a lot of wine back then. In the 60s, I don't think there was a lot of wine out there. You know, they had their cocktails mm-hmm. and made fun how the wives would make the husband cocktails when they came home. But I liked this this wine. This It's, it's a rosé, and oh, it's great. called um, La Belle Angèle, And um, it's a famous character, um... Of the early twentieth twentieth century, known for her beauty and joie de vivre, a perfect match then for
1: yeah the chemist. That's what I thought. That's yeah, what I love it. that. Yep, love it, love it. Well, this has been fun. I'm glad we got back to this again. Yes, I always love doing this. Yes, and
0: Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I hope everybody has a good time. Happy Happy Hanukkah if you've just celebrated that. Yes, and, um, for sure. And happy reading. Yeah. And read happy. Read (gasps) happy. All right. Cheers.
1: Till next time.
0: Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Subscribe to our podcast on our website, GameOfHookspodcast.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you liked what you heard, you can give us a five-star rating or review. You can also
1: subscribe on YouTube where you can watch and
0: listen on game of books you can find all the information about what we talked about on this episode and you can sign up for our newsletter and enter our fun contests and giveaways we
1: also post our stories and links on instagram facebook and twitter hope to see you there i can
0: guarantee you that we had fun today and we hope you did too cheers